group of young men and girls were gathered about her, and there was much hand-clasping, laughing, and pleasantry, on which Mrs. Welland, standing slightly apart, shed the beam of a qualified approval. It was evident that Miss Welland was in the act of announcing her engagement, while her mother affected the air of parental reluctance, considered suitable to the occasion. Archer paused a moment. It was at his express wish that the announcement had been made, and yet it was not thus that he would have wished to have his happiness known. To proclaim it in the heat and noise of a crowded ballroom was to rob it of the fine bloom of privacy which should belong to things nearest the heart. His joy was so deep that his blurring of the surface left its essence untouched. But he would have liked to keep the surface pure, too. It was something of a satisfaction to find that May Wellen shared this feeling. Her eyes fled to his beseechingly, and their look said, Remember, we're doing this because it's right. No appeal could have found a more immediate response in Archer's breast, but he wished that the necessity of their action had been represented by some ideal reason, and not simply by poor Ellen Olenska. The group about Mrs. Welland made way for him with significant smiles, and after taking his share of the felicitations, he drew his betrothed into the middle of the ballroom floor and put his arm about her waist. "'Now we shan't have to talk,' he said, smiling into her candid eyes, as they floated away on the soft waves of the blue Danube. She made no answer. Her lips trembled into a smile, but the eyes remained distant and serious, as if bent on some ineffable vision. Dear, Archer whispered, pressing her to him. It was borne in on him that the first hours of being engaged, even if spent in a ballroom, had in them something grave and sacramental. What a new life it was going to be, with this whiteness, radiance, goodness at one side. The dance over the two, as became an affianced couple, wandered into the conservatory and, sitting behind a tall screen of tree-ferns and camellias, Newland pressed her gloved hand to his lips. "'You see, I did as you asked me to,' she said. "'Yes, I couldn't wait,' he answered, smiling. After a moment he added, "'Only I wish it hadn't had to be at a ball.' "'Yes, I know,' she met his glance comprehendingly. "'But, after all, even here we're alone together, aren't we?' "'Oh, dearest, always,' Archer cried. "'Evidently she was always going to understand. "'She was always going to say the right thing. "'The discovery made the cup of his bliss overflow, "'and he went on gaily, "'The worst of it is that I want to kiss you, and I can't.' "'As he spoke, he took a swift glance about the conservatory.' 
assured himself of their momentary privacy, and, catching her to him, laid a fugitive pressure on her lips. To counteract the audacity of this proceeding, he led her to a bamboo sofa in a less secluded part of the conservatory, and sitting down beside her, broke a lily of the valley away from her bouquet. She sat silent, and the world lay like a sunlit valley at their feet. "'Did you tell my cousin Ellen?' she asked presently, as if she spoke through a dream. He roused himself and remembered that he had not done so. Some invincible repugnance to speak of such things to the strange foreign woman had checked the words on his lips. "'No, I haven't the chance after all,' he said, fibbing hastily. "'Oh, she looked disappointed, but gently resolved on gaining her point. "'You must, then, for I didn't either, and I shouldn't like her to think, of course not. "'But aren't you, after all, the person to do it?' "'She pondered on this. "'If I'd done it at the right time, yes. "'But now that there's been a delay, I think you must explain that I'd asked you to tell her at the opera.' before our speaking about it to everybody here. Otherwise, she might think I had forgotten her. You see, she's one of the family, and she's been away so long that she's rather sensitive. Archer looked at her glowingly. Dear and great angel, of course I'll tell her. He glanced a trifle apprehensively around the crowded ballroom. But I haven't seen her yet. Has she come? No, at the last minute she decided not to. At the last minute, he echoed, betraying his surprise that she should ever have considered the alternative possible. Yes, she's awfully fond of dancing, the young woman answered simply. But suddenly she made up her mind that her dress wasn't smart enough for a ball, though we thought it so lovely, and so my aunt had to take her home. Oh, well, said Archer with happy indifference. Nothing about his betrothed pleased him more than her resolute determination to carry to its utmost limit that ritual of ignoring the unpleasant in which they had both been brought up. She knows as well as I do, he reflected, the real reason of her cousin's staying away. But I shall never let her see, by the least sign, that I am conscious of there being a shadow of a shade on poor Ellen Olenska's reputation.'